Okay. Are you nervous? I'm so afraid. No, I'm shopping online. What are you what are you shopping for? I'm never not looking for the Madewell courier top in silk. I have it in black and olive green and am consistently on the prowl for the same exact colors in case they wear out or different colors. It's good to know. If you find yourself <laughs> It's hard to find because it is a few years old. But if you find yourself in possession of the Madewell Courier Silk, let me know. But I'll pay you no more than $30 for it. Uh, Go on, keep up. Would you like to record a podcast intro with me? Um, No, but I will. Hey guys, this is Rob and welcome to question number 54. Do you want to be doing this right now? It's my conversation with Chris Koza, singer-songwriter, composer, performer, based out of Minneapolis, but his music's worldwide. Thesbian. Thesbian. Oh, I didn't even talk to Chris about his acting stuff. Oh, that was such a great... We went to... Before... Hey, listen. Before we roll the intro theme song, let's just say right now, we went to see Chris perform at... Was it Jungle Theater in South Minneapolis. And it was awesome. He killed it. We didn't even talk about that in this conversation. It was kind of a downer, but it was awesome. Why? It was a sad play. It ended sadly. Oh, God. I think I thought you were going to say, oh, you know, his his he performance sucked. was kind of a downer, but no, no he was awesome. He killed I just, it. I thought it would resolve positively. Oh, man. This is great. It ended in death. To me, Chris, he is a, he has his hands in so many things. Creativity and music just flow from this guy. And he's been on my radar for years. I'm a massive fan of Chris. And thankfully, after this conversation, I feel like I can call him a friend. This is a good one. Where do you live? In the city. Do you have a house? Apartment. On a rent? Rent. What do you do for a living? Lots of things. Where's your office? Don't have one. How come? It's a long story. Do you have kids? No, I don't. How come? What's your record for consecutive questions asked? 38. For those of you joining us for the first time, my name's Rob Morgan, and for the past decade, I've been traveling the world as a bassist and music director. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I can't do this with you making those faces at me. Actually, I can. It felt ugly. (laughs) It was pretty bad. Uh, For the past 10 years, I have been traveling the world as a bassist and music director, and this is my podcast where I sat down... I sat down, I sit down, and I sat down. Sit down. I sat down with people that I find intriguing to try to get past what it is they do, to find out who they are, why they do it, and what I can learn from them. Why do you... Why and did how you... to talk in a quieter voice. Uh, this, is my, this is my podcast where I sit down and try to learn how to talk in a quieter voice. You're reminding me that I'm shouting at you. Yes. I'm joined, as always, by my wife, my friend, my... Deal finder. My... <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined by my wife, my friend, my deal finder, Sarah. Sarah, can I interest you in a Guinness? Um, hard pass. <laughs> sure. Up. Oh. Up. Oh. Oh. I was still thinking about it. Oh, okay. Well, you're drinking a Guinness either way. Uh, I am so thankful that we don't you have know, to deal with. Sp- uh, it is important to recognize that this is. I could be wrong, but I think this is your first podcast in the holy month of March. Ooh. The month of Saint. Patrick, ah, the yes. saint of 
It's St. Patrick's no, Day, people. What? All right, go on. The month of St. Patrick, the holy blessed saint of the brew we know now as oh my Guinness. Gosh, this is so long. <laughs> He's the saint of Guinness, right? No. <laughs> no. I don't know what he is the saint of, though. It's Patrick. The, there the is pa- probably saint a Patrick, saint of a beer, saint though. Of Guinness. I think so. You know, the monks in Belgium, it's holy. But thankfully, we don't have to talk about St. Patrick, the saint of Guinness, because we're not Guinness-sponsored. What's it say? Oh, you're looking at the saint of beer. Oh, well, yeah, it says St. Augustine of Hippo uh, is the patron saint <gasps> of brewers. You need a little... Mm, brewers is different, but I feel like you need a little emblem of him. The patron saint of beer, brewers? Yeah. Or just the emblem of a hippo? Uh, oh my gosh here's a beer okay but what was saint patrick another? the saint of that's what i want to know oh the patron saint of ireland okay well, that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> which implies that he is also then the saint of mother's milk guinness oh my gosh stop saint acting like anything i ever say surprises <laughs> oh my gosh how'd that come out of your mouth <laughs> you're um, a gentle lamb here is to saint patrick the patron saint of mother's milk slancha Slancha. Hey, speaking of St. Patrick's Day, the patron saint of Ireland, all things Irish, Guinness, we still have a bunch of this Guinness swag here that I'm giving away. So if you're interested in custom etched uh, Curious Pod Guinness glasses that I think some of them say uh, mothers taste like mother's milk. I think just mother's milk. Oh, that's possible. Uh, Which but, is even funnier, because then it's more of a label than it's more of a, label. a motto. This here is some damn mother's milk. Mother's milk. If you want some Guinness swag, reach out to us. Here's the way. Here's the deal. Go to the Curious Pod. Uh, go to iTunes and rate, comment, subscribe. Sorry, five stars only. <laughs> Caught you mid drink. And uh, we'll be giving away some more Guinness swag. We did that last week. It's a blast. Anyways, this week I'm really pumped about this, Hovey. I sat down over coffee with Chris Coza. Okay, so here's the deal. Chris Coza is a singer, songwriter, and performer and composer based out of Minneapolis. We know some of Chris's music before I even knew, knew as Chris because uh, the Walter Mitty soundtrack has kind of yes. become a road trip. And we mm. talk about this, that in this conversation. But the, that oh, album has become, that and the album that his song with his band Rogue Valley. Just like anthemic. It just mm. hits all the mm. happy, Makes sad, feel all the melancholy, joyful. But Am- let me tell you how oh. I know yes. Chris Coza. How do you know Chris Coza? <laughs> <laughs> the one and only Matt Salfren. Oh, yeah. He like burned me a bunch of music. Matt Salfren, a good friend of ours from college. Anyway, he burned me a bunch of kind of, I don't know, folky-ish music back in, right before we started dating, 2008 then. And so would you say So that... I just assumed, ooh, Chris Coza, he must be a big wig. Yeah, he's awesome. I love Chris's music, so it was yeah. awesome to finally be able to sit down and have an excuse. That's why this podcast is so much freaking fun for me, because it's an excuse to sit down with people that I respect and admire and look up to musically or even outside of music. Okay, so Chris, here's here's fun thing. Chris is releasing an album called Sleepwalkers Part One. Ooh, Part uh, One. Part One. Inside we're, another uh, part. We are we're building tension. You know, something else is coming. Anyway, <laughs> you were pulling your best. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is my. I've been uh, getting a little bit too much into. Uh, who is this? Who's my? Ah, let me pull mm, it forward. I'm gonna keep. This is my. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Ah! Anyways, ah. Uh, 
Anyways. Which is Chris, actually like the worst impersonation you could do because he's like, oh, well, the, wor- the words, but the words, they're escaping me, but the words. Oh, man. I love Jeff Goldblum. Anyways, Chris has an <laughs> album coming up. The CD release for it is April 26th. And get this, it's at the Parkway Theater, which if you uh, if you have, mm, uh, have been following along me. with this podcast, <laughs> if you've been following along with this podcast, you know that I interviewed the owners of Parkway Theater. It's in one of the Daily Guinness episodes that I've been doing. He's releasing this album, Sleepwalkers Part One, and I was chatting with him, and he's decided to debut the title track of this album here on the podcast. So if you stick around to the very end. I'm going to play Chris's new song, Sleepwalkers, in full at the very end of this conversation. I'm pumped about it. I love the tune. I've gotten to listen to the album, and it's awesome. I'm really pumped about it. So stick around to the end. Check out Chris's new single release right here on the podcast, and be sure to check out April 26th here in Minneapolis at the Parkway Theater. Check it out. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. All right. This is my conversation with Chris Coza over coffee at Five Watt Coffee in Northeast Minneapolis. I'm going to turn this on right now because you are you just mentioned social media. I want to pick your brain on that because oh, okay. I am, I am like, you seem very good at it. Well, thank you. The, I feel like the past few weeks or something, I've just been posting pictures of my wife and our cats yeah. <laughs> in our house. Are yeah. you, are you intentional with like social media stuff? Well, I try not to post the same thing every day. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather just, I, I'd, I'd rather not feel the pressure to do that and just post nothing. Yes. And just you know, be a voyeur of other people's stuff and like oh, yeah, yeah. catch up on what other people are doing in their lives if my life yes. seems very mundane. Okay, man, okay, that's <laughs> funny because I, right now, I'm the complete opposite of that. I have to catch myself because I get really, um, if, if left to my own devices, I get really comparative on social media oh, and I sure. see what other people are doing and if I'm in a slower time, all of a sudden I find myself in just the hole of just like scrolling through people's social media. So then I have to go through like a wave of reminding myself, okay, for the next week, I'm not going to look on social media. I'll just produce content. And I, I, I say create instead of um, consume. I have okay. like those kind of weeks. But you're the opposite, it sounds like, where you're like, I'm going to go just appreciate other people. Yeah, I, I try to use that context. Because it is, it is <laughs> easy like for the bottom it? to yes. fall, fall out yeah, yeah. and to get caught in that game yeah. of scrolling and thinking that something is more yes. valid than something else because of yes. how many interactions it's already had. Yeah, yeah. Feeling that strange sense of like pointless self, um, like feeling jealousy for like yes. other other people's stuff, like okay. being so great. And it's yeah. like, well, that's not what it's even about. Like, I don't actually care about that. Yeah. But it's easy when you play the game to get <laughs> stuck in that little zone once yes. in a while. Yes. And I am, it, I, I'm so jealous of people that sound so balanced like you are because. Yeah. I just might go through the peaks. I feel yeah. like my extremes are way more than other people's. Where my wife's like, what the hell are you doing right now? Just be a normal person and just like other people's photos. Yeah, just, just <laughs> like it. reading into it. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. But, okay, so speaking of reading into it, the, this week, so because of, I just go through these modes. Yeah. Of, all right, I'm gonna, I've been looking at social media too much maybe. I'm going to delete it all from my phone. 
Oh, yeah. So I, make, I just make dumb rules for myself. So extreme. <laughs> I'm a man of extremes. I'm trying not to be. I'm trying to be a less of extremes. But so I, I deleted social media from my phone. But because of that, I don't get messages through the Facebook Messenger oh, app. Sure. So when you responded to me about setting this up, I missed it. Okay. Uh, and so I'm trying. Like, okay, the extremes aren't helping anybody. Uh, but it just made me think of when you said. Uh, you hit me up, I didn't respond, and then you did the follow back, which is so pro, but you in, you sent him in before we, before we started recording that. Uh, oh man, I, I don't. I hope he doesn't think I'm just uh, pestering, or why the word you were using was like uh, passive aggressive. Oh yeah. Like, Dude, why aren't you returning? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, people got so much stuff to do. Like, <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. I don't think I ever take it personally. Man, even, I mean, even you saying that, it just seems like you are so balanced with I'm not going to read into things. Are I've had just... a good few weeks. <laughs> That's all I can say, man. I've been an extreme guy, a mountain valley guy. Yeah, I th- yeah. And I think that has been my norm for such a long time. But Oh, really? I think that my relationship lately has been better with social media because I understand that it can be a community if I want it to be. It doesn't have to be a, a, like some strange measuring stick. And, and so because of that... I've had more meaningful interactions and conversations. I felt less concerned about what I'm posting or pressure to post. Yeah. And I mean, I've thought about this kind of stuff a lot because yeah, I go okay. through periods like a month where I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to go on any any stuff because I don't want to be disrupted from this like this worldview that I have right now. Okay. But then being an artist, being an entrepreneur, being a somebody who believes in the work that they do and needs other people to respond to that in order for it to be you know, commodified. Yes. Um, social media is a place where that happens more so than anywhere else. I mean, I'm yeah. not going to, I can't drive around to 150 coffee shops every day and make friends with the baristas and drink all the coffee and hang up posters. I used to do that. Yeah. It, yeah. it took forever and, yes. and it was expensive and, and I don't know how much, say, of, yes. uh, how much it moved any sort <laughs> yeah, of feel. Totally. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was fun. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> Man, I just... <laughs> I mean, the last time I did that, I, I found I was a day, and I was when I released this podcast a couple years ago. Yeah, I, I did that. I hung up some posters in coffee shops, and I got home, and I thought to myself, "What the hell am I doing? Who is who's walking around and is going to see that and be like, oh, yeah, yeah? I think I'll be convinced to pull out my phone.' I, I don't know. It's just it's so much easier. Social media. Well, it feels is, good when you're around hanging out posters because you're out in the world. And you're like, yes, all these eyeballs are going they're going to see this. This yes. like you are doing what you think you can do in order to create interest in that yes. thing. Yeah. So I had to I had to change my perspective of what social media could be for me. Yeah. Um, did did was was that like a switch you had? To, how did you change your perspective? Was it just that? It was a bit of a switch. Really? Yeah. To me, I, I this I, one Monday morning I woke up and I'm like, this is the week I start understanding how to use these tools in a way that doesn't make me feel icky or disingenuous. Yes. It doesn't make me feel jealous or incapable. I just had oh, to try to find man. find a way to do it. And, yes. I, and I, don't, I don't think that I am or ever will be great at it. But no. if I can just let it be an extension of who I am as a regular person, then I think the, the, that will serve me the best. Man, that's so good. I, that's really good. I, I want to be, I want to do that. Instead of being <laughs> the man of extremes. Oh, man, it's like, so freaking easy. Yeah. I mean, how many times yeah. have you sat there, it was like you're trying to fall, to be- fall asleep, and I try not to have my phone in my bedroom anymore because it's yeah. like better to sleep without it, but like can't fall asleep, so it's like 11.45, and then next thing you know, it's like 1.30 mm. in the morning. And, yes. And you're just yes. like, 
It's just doubly bad. Yes. I, I can't stand that I shit love, anymore. I love the thought of <laughs> <laughs> same way. I'm scrolling. What's, what's dangerous for me too is when I start moving away from the actual social stuff, which is finding friends and oh, like yeah, the yeah. community side. Yeah, the community and then I go side. to that, uh, like say Instagram, the, the magnifying glass thing, where these are people I've never met before, and all oh. of a sudden it's one in the morning and I'm scrolling through. Yeah. Like, I'll it's never like meet six this. degrees of separation <laughs> yeah, sort totally. of thing. You're, yeah. Why did that person know that person? Yes. Oh man, do you have do you have <laughs> rules for the, so you don't have your phone in your room when you sleep? Yeah, I, I try to have you, it in the other room. What or, do you use for an alarm? I love I love. Well, uh, man, lately I've I've just been trying to go to bed early and, and then wake up after eight hours. Yeah, when so, your body wakes you up. Yeah, unfortunately, oh, most mornings I don't have have a hard appointment at yeah, any, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I have to make so yeah. if, I'm, if I'm up at like 8 o'clock or yeah. you know 8.15 that's good yeah. for me man that's awesome yeah. I had to do that rule uh, for myself too of uh, I my rule that I set for myself is the hour before bed and then hour afterwards my phone's on airplane mode yeah because uh, the first, if I if I have any input for me in the day, I just know my day gets off on the track yeah. that I don't want it to be. You don't want that to yeah. inform your like yes. this, this this virgin moment. <laughs> We're yes. like the day is totally. new. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Let us discover what it could be. Yeah. Like, it doesn't need to be some other like dribble coming yes, at you. Totally. Man, I don't. If I don't have an intent, oh man, I. I I, I feel so lame saying this because I wish, I feel, I feel like it'd be so much cooler to be like, oh yeah, whatever, it doesn't matter. I'll just go to bed, get up, whatever happens, I'll just still be uh, the best version of myself. Yeah. But if I, I really do, if I don't have an intentional like first, at least start to the day. Yeah. Uh, it just, it, it, I don't know. I have no control yeah. over where I'm like my mental state, my creative state's gonna be. Yeah. Anyways. And that, I mean, those, yeah. and those are the important tools. Your, yeah. Like yeah. your well-being as an artist informs all those creative choices, and you're like. Yeah. If I mean, you're wondering why you're pursuing something creatively, then you're not gonna be invested in it. <sighs> Yes. You know, especially if it's weird or a little ridiculous. You're like, I got to learn this flugelhorn. I only have to learn three notes, but if, ah, oh, this is stupid. Yeah. Well, then you're not going to get the gig. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you, listen, you're going to get passed you up on some yourself as a gigs. multi-instrumentalist, okay? You need to know this three-note part. Yes. Listen, you're, you're instantly saying that my wife and I just finished up uh, going through Friends again. I'm just instantly thinking of Joey. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, your resume says you dance or you can speak French. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, Chris is uh, an avid flugelhorn uh, oh, player if avid. you need it. I get one gig a year, but when yep. that gig comes, you're getting the call. Man, that's the. Do you, is there any other part of your life where you are, uh, like, in, outside of even just social media, where you've had to be intentional about, like you were, you said it may go staying in a creative state? Yeah. Are there other places that you, like, other aspects of life? That you have had to be intentional of, like, ooh, this is how I react. This is this keeps me in yeah. a creative flow. Yeah, I mean, certain things like, I mean, diet and exercise mm -hmm. and alcohol use and all that stuff. Man. Yeah. I, I mean, for so long, many years, kind of what you're yeah, just, yeah. You're, you're describing earlier, like, oh, this, you know, whatever happens, I'll just go with the flow and I can maintain yes. the, my sense of yes. being. But I'll eat whatever I want, I drink whatever yeah. I want. And, yes. and so I have a lot of periods of time where that's the, that's the way, and then inevitably I'm like, oh, man, I feel exhausted and I can't really explain why. Yeah. I'm having a hard time, like, staying focused and, and invested, and I don't know why, and then I no. just make a shift. And so, so lately, um, kind of coinciding with this newfound approach to social mm -hmm. media, as weird as that sounds, but I, I've been trying to, like, 
keep real close tabs on some of my other yeah. health, health and diet stuff. Man, that's all. Uh, do you, are you... And I'm not like about, some hardcore yeah. diet, like, you got to do this thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. I just try not to be excessive. Not the, you don't have, like, the, the Alex Young discipline. No. Of like, I, no, he's got more discipline yeah. uh, than I, I could ever have. Yeah, Man, he's, he he's quite is, good. We did some, we did a thing... Uh, we were on the road together a few months back, and he was, it was so inspiring being around yeah. him, like the discipline of thinking about what's in the food you're eating, it just made me want to yeah. like dive into that more. Yeah, more I, I mean, it makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah. Man, okay, so, I mean, not to be too personal, but like, yeah. well, what are like food things for you? Do you have any, are you sticking away from my like, carbs right now? No, are you I, intermittent I, fasting? What does I it try look like? To, I try to keep uh, just sugars at bay. Uh, so, like, yeah. not buy scones or cookies or yeah, yeah. baked cakes or donuts or that kind of thing. Ice cream. <laughs> like, any anything. Sugar cubes. Like, I, I, I'm just I'm yeah. so easily um, swayed like, yes. by I'll, any of that stuff. And, and I, I just find that if I can really just not keep it around the house and yes. then don't buy it when I'm out. If I have, like, I go to someone's house and someone yeah. made, like, a sweet, an, an amazing dessert, yes. I'm going to eat that because yeah, that yeah. is, like, made from love. Yes. And sugar, but yes. mostly love. See, that's awesome. So I just try to set these little things. Because, I mean, to, to, to be so ultimatum on, on things is, is not how I'm going to ever succeed. Yes. Man, okay, I love that. Because I've been diving, I've been kind of in and out of experimenting with uh, intermittent fasting. Oh, yeah? How, how have you liked that? I, I love it. And the biggest thing is, for me, it has been, the biggest thing for me has been that uh, I have realized... It flexes my no muscle. This is really this is no really muscle. random. What is so that? I just made I made it up. So <laughs> oh. I thought of intermittent fasting of like this trying only giving yourself a certain window of during the day to eat. Oh. And I've never oh, yeah. I was never yeah. extreme with it. So some people are like you have one meal a day. That's like the warrior diet is one meal a day and that's the only time you eat calories huh. at all. And then some people are I think the minimum window for it to be effective is uh, like an eight-hour period of a feeding window mm -hmm. that people call it. Oh. That sounds so <laughs> gross. <laughs> Which is like, even just sitting, even talking with you for a second, that even saying that, just the vibe from you is the antithesis well, of everything you, you gotta, believe in. You gotta, well, you gotta just get over what it, the semantics of it. I, totally. Yeah. But like the easy thing for me was like, okay, for time, a period of time, I'm not, I'm just gonna stop eating <laughs> yeah. at eight o'clock at night yeah. and not eat till oh, about yeah. two, one or two in the afternoon. Oh, the next day. The next day. Oh, wow. So it's a longer thing, which is fine. How do you do, do that in the morning? I, I'm not a big breakfast guy, so oh. mornings are actually pretty decent. But I realized that most of the time I thought I was hungry. Uh, I was just thirsty. So you drink a oh, ton yeah. of water uh, oh. with it. Are you a big breakfast guy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have to eat breakfast. <laughs> yeah. But, but, okay. but the yeah. feeding window that you talk about, yeah, that yeah. is something that I do subscribe to. Okay. I try, mine is like 12 hours. Yes, Okay. So when so you go to bed at midnight, but then will you or when well, do you stop well, eating? Twelve yeah. hours oh, sorry. Of, of being awake. So like if, oh, if I eat if I eat a breakfast at like eight thirty, then I want to make sure that the last thing that yeah. I'm having is eight thirty that night. Oh man, that's way easier. Yeah. <laughs> the that, well, I don't know. It's... Oh, dude, you say <laughs> <laughs> that's like instantly way easier than my mind's <laughs> thinking. Okay, what you, is have yours? To hold, you have to, well, yeah. to me, intermittent fasting was always like you hold off. No matter how oh, hungry yeah. are you, hold off to like 4 p.m. or 2. Some some people hold yeah. off to later. But yours is like, eh, just eat. Eat when you need to eat and then 
then at 12 hours later. Yeah, close that quit. feeding window. Yeah. <laughs> Shutter it up. Shutter it up. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, but the only reason I said no muscle earlier, it's yeah. this phrase yeah. I kind of had for myself. Yeah, is that tell me about that. Throughout the whole day, I'm flexing this discipline of saying, no, I'm not going to eat right now. I'm holding off till this period of yeah. time. So it's, it's like this... this thing that you train yourself yeah just by no the, the sense of saying by saying no and being disciplined in this ah, area in life the no I'm, I'm not thinking of it like k-n-o-w oh no <laughs> but no, it's the, the n-o not muscle yeah, I'm yeah. by saying no all day to this oh, food yeah, thing absolutely then yeah. i'm more disciplined in other areas uh, that makes so much sense man be, yeah. Be, yeah because there's not uh, this negative thing when you say no it's yeah. not like oh it's bad all of a sudden like you, you change the connotations yes. of what it means to say no to something that's but yours is that's so important. much yours yeah. is so much more healthy it seems like <laughs> yeah dude don't overthink it just just call it up that's funny do you find when you're more intentional about these things in life the sugars i still can't get over by yeah. the way when you're like you know i just say no to uh the baked the baked goods and the uh bringing home a baked a baked cake and just picture you once a week coming home with like a yeah, oh, you know, man. Chris every Monday brings home his uh, his baked cake. And I'm a sucker <laughs> for when things are on sale and you go, you, you see a good deal and you're like, that's a good deal on that cake. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even like that kind of cake. <laughs> I don't even like it. But I can't turn uh, down that price. Yeah, <laughs> I'm allergic to the uh, German coconut cake. Yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna go for it anyways. <laughs> that's so good, man. I are you that way with music? Are you? Do you bring that same like, intentionality in your own? Uh, life with it. it comes to, like songwriting or playing or practicing mm. are you intentional about that or are you practicing really? yeah I, I'm really trying to maintain a good practice regimen I mean I think when I think about Alex Young mm -hmm. that's what I think about him first oh, and foremost yeah. is his his practice regimen and other musicians who I really love and respect uh, yeah. Cody McKinney bass player he practices Good. whenever he gets a chance yeah. So over the last, he's awesome. Yeah, Cody's he's the great. Man, by he's, the way. His, yeah. his musical understanding is just so deep. Yeah. So I mean, there's so much that I can't control as a musician. Yeah. What I can control is how I play my instrument and my understanding mm. of music. And so, so and this kind of ties into social media. Instead yeah. of like pouring hours down the drain, being like, oh man, I, how can I ever get as many friends or followers? Like. Screw all that, man. How how do I understand? How do I voice this chord higher up on the guitar? How yes. how do I improve my my hammer-ons and pull-offs? Yes. How do I how do I read better in you know yes. five four time? Yes. And so so that's what I've been doing, redistributing that energy because it's gonna yes. be there no matter what. If I can put it into better discipline with practicing, then yeah. um, that's what I've been trying to do lately. Man, do you have do you have any litmus tests that you use? I'm I'm thinking of I think of when you say. Like, for instance, you're talking about being intentional with eating. Yeah. You, all right, if I start this time 12 hours later, I'm stopping. Do you find yourself, do you have any rules of, okay, if I find myself doing this, or if I find myself just scrolling through social media, oh, I'll like stop how to, myself? Like, get out yeah, of it? or do you, oh, that's or do a you good just point. schedule? Yeah. Do you schedule? How does that, what does that look like for you? Um, if you're redistributing. Yeah, 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 I see what you mean. I, well, I try to, you can't always catch yourself in those moments. Yeah, At least yeah. I can't. Yeah, I, yeah. But it's, I don't know, it's like a feeling inside. Kind of like if you're like on the opposite end of, like, the, you suddenly got on the threes and the fours and it's yeah, on the ones yeah. and the twos or something. Like, you're like you feel like a dis, something funky with the energy. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you really want to be doing this? And then if I can ask myself <laughs> that question, do you want to do this right now? Then I can say, um, yes, I do want to. Or I can say, no, actually, I want to do this. So so I, I, so I give myself a chance I mean, so to, to just not... Uh, 
not feel bad about it. Just acknowledge, yeah. like, this is what I'm doing with my time right now. Is this the thing to do? It, that's awesome. Man, I... That intention out, just making it a choice. Like, and then it doesn't it's always option. work. Like, yeah. you don't always, oh, like, I don't I always realize, and like, later in the night, yes. if I'm tired and I'm just procrastinating, mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the success rate's very low. Yeah. <laughs> so it's better just to go to sleep or something, you know? You're like, like, watch, be watch a movie, yeah. go to sleep. Just, yeah. that's just it. call it quits. Be kind to yourself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I love, I, I, I'm gonna steal that. Do you want that? Do you want to be doing this right now? Yeah. That, that thought of I can just resonate with it because I'm thinking of so many times, especially musically, where you're doing something, and I, I, oh, yeah. I think about I think about soloing, or I think about oh, being a busy sure. yeah. I think about being a busy musician. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, I've never been a shredder. And for the longest time, that was a point of I let that be a point of pride yeah. to me of like, oh no, I play yeah, I just play simple, and I'm yeah. just, I'm not I don't need to shred or like play fast. Yeah. Uh, but then, I remember I was doing. Do you know Ian Allison? Oh sure. He, uh, bassist Phenomenal in town. Bassist. I, yeah, he's amazing. He was my uh, like musical mentor oh, when I moved up here. Look at you. I know, and <laughs> so he, I remember him saying, "You need to be careful because you don't." You want to be not shredding because it's your choice not to be doing that, not mm. because you're not able to. You never want to find yourself in a musical situation where you are saying you're mistaking uh, taste for inability. Ah, uh, you know, right. Back in the day, so I'm I'm thinking about yeah. I'm thinking about everything you just said. Of that's a good distinction. Am I playing this because do I want to be doing this because it sounds cool or I'm feeling it right now or am I doing this because I have to work around? Yeah. The fact that I have no other vocabulary in this voicing or whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I like that. I you were talking about your wife is in Denver right now. Yeah. And you you're like the bouncing between there yep. and the balancing mm-hmm. act of that. Does that affect um, does that affect your ability to be more intentional with your time or do you find yourself being do you have to be more focused and more disciplined with your time now that she's gone? For for like a week or so at a time. Yeah, I, f- I find that, that I I want to be disciplined and focused with my time because yeah, yeah. I've I've started to you know set some goals. Yeah, yeah. And that helps, especially when you're doing something like yeah. trying to become a better musician. Yeah, well, yeah. it doesn't totally. happen because of a cram session. Yeah, yeah. It's like the the cumulative efforts over months yes. and months and months and months. So so I just have the like some books that I go through, set the metronome on, just try to like. Oh, slog my way through some of that stuff, yes. and so that that that's happening no matter where I'm at, no matter yeah. like because 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 Kate she has yeah. a, her artistic discipline, she has yeah. her job and her career, and yeah. that's very important to her. So we kind of understand like, well, we have to do things in our job that that's like you're not sitting behind a desk necessarily, you aren't watching a clock necessarily. You're mm-hmm. you're like you have to just nurture things yes. and, and nurture skills, and it, that doesn't always have a this has always looked like the same thing yes to an outside observer yes man and that is oh man I can totally resonate with that because um, I don't know I'm just thinking about a conversation I had this last weekend with someone who was ta- who they work a 9 to 5 job like we, yeah. we were talking before yeah. recording like they they got a 9 to 5 job and they're yeah. like okay every you know Tuesday nights are our date nights. Yeah, and that's and then, awesome. Like, the, if you can have that kind of schedule. Totally. And, but we, I, I think, at least for us, we don't yeah. have that kind mm-hmm. of schedule. 
but you, and it sounds like you guys don't either. We don't. Are you both naturally good at just being intentional with the time you have? We have a like, joint calendar, and we make sure that we set things on there. Really? <laughs> yeah. So, and if something's on there, then we honor it. Yeah. And uh, you know, we try to we try to do fun things. Yeah. And try to be curious, and oh. but it's not a regular like every Thursday or every. Yeah. Whenever, yeah. Now, unfortunately, I know that works for some people, but yeah. as a musician, you know, sometimes that week you get a call for a gig, and you're like, "This would be a good one to take," or you yeah. know, this, something, somebody comes to town. There's always like, well, we just try to like be flexible with real life, and but but honor the priority that we have yes. to each other. Man, it's, it's, it's yeah. not always easy. Yeah, and there's always something. Always something. S- there's something. Like, where problem. do you draw the line? Yes, mm-hmm. man, I. I, I like that. I like that thought because it seems to be already just even just chatting now of like a thread of there's always going to be something that pops up. If you're not being intentional right now, there's yeah. always going to be a cake on sale somewhere. Oh, there's man. always going to be something I'll, I can tell you that where can... that will be <laughs> and what day. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a mark on my Google Maps. Okay, Kate is Kate, her name. Yeah. How'd you guys meet? Um, Kate Casanova and I met um, at a dinner party just with mutual friends years and years ago. Uh, we didn't know like each other, but we had the same. Rom-com. We had a, uh, a friend group. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw her from across the room. I did. Is that were you guys here in Minnesota? <laughs> you guys? Are you from here? Uh, from Oregon. She's from oh, here, really? International Falls. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. But you guys met here. Yep. I okay. met here back in like 2004, 2005, yeah. kind of yeah. right there at the as the year was changing. How'd you get to Minnesota then? Uh, St. Olaf College. Oh. I went down I didn't to St. Olaf. Yeah, thought I'd be a music major, but I uh, yeah, was a little <laughs> bit stubborn and idealistic. Yeah, yeah. Seemed too hard. <laughs> <laughs> how how long did you go? Did you did you get your major or did you drop out? Oh no no, I, no, I, I did I did get my major at ah, Olaf, not in music yeah. though, okay. studio art and philosophy. Oh that's sweet, what I pursued. Oh my gosh. So I did music and yeah. and sang in the choir and yeah. did that stuff for yeah, like yeah. a couple a couple of years, but I had like yeah. a, a band and we were trying to gig and get shows and mm-hmm. I don't know just. Man. I wish I would have done the music thing now because all that knowledge, I, I, like, I try to draw from, and I'm like, man, if, if I just, I would know what all these symbols were without having to look at a damn internet search. Oh, man, see, it's funny you say that because I, I almost view, from the outside perspective, you and your music and your songwriting, yeah. at least, uh, that it almost seems like that was a benefit. Like you're mm. so like your interests are so much more outside of just like the tech. Not saying you're not technical, but just of like oh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna yeah. learn every chord that's ever been played on the earth. And like <laughs> something like the, I can see the now fall. I'm trying to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, you're like actually that's been the past two weeks of my life. Yeah. No, they, but the thought of like the philosophy side and the studio art that's yeah, so yeah. that's so cool to me. That just well, uh, I thought it'd be, it would be it would be beneficial to figure out what my voice was yeah. and then like learn the tools in order to better articulate it yeah. rather than just like learning all these tools and then yeah. just falling into a into a certain rut that had yeah, been yeah. established. And that's that's what I mean like stubborn yeah. and idealistic. I'm like yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, need yeah. that, but but now yeah, you know, I, I do arrangements for my songs with for orchestras and for choirs and yeah. um, other kinds of ensembles and just having that music major I, I, I can see oh, okay. how it would be a little bit quicker yeah. for me to do do that yeah. but but in, anyway I mean yeah. I, I get to the finish line it just maybe yeah. takes a little bit longer and I have to ride a ride a horse for <laughs> or Pegasus for part of it listen that's why YouTube is invented I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I feel like if I'm doing anything technical yeah. I'm sitting down and and my other window is YouTube or like Google yeah. searching I'm like what the heck am I doing here what are my options <laughs> yeah. 
May, okay, what? How do you? You said uh, arranging your songs for like choirs and yeah. stuff like that. How does that come about? Have people contacted you? Yeah. So a couple of years ago, um, I worked with a choir called yeah. the Prairie Fire Lady Choir, okay. and they're a sixty. Ish member all all lady choir here yes. in the Twin Cities and they're fantastic yeah. and um, they got a grant to commission me to write new work for them and also with me as part of it and so I wrote a a suite of music uh, ten songs in total two just for the choir really? and six where we perform together also for a percussion uh, cello and second guitar yeah and it was an incredible experience but but like in some of those arrangements I would bring the I'd bring the music in and yeah and I could tell some of the you know, some of the sopranos and some of the basses were like, well, this is a little too low or a little too mm. high. And so that, then I think, well, you know, had I followed through on this, Interesting. In, on the music major, you yeah. know, all, all this, all these wondering about where the margins are would be second nature at this point. Okay. So, so that's what I, uh, that's, that's the main thing that I regret. Okay. I mean, I would, Once you're in those situations. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what did you do when you were in that situation? Did you just say, ah, that's fine, I'll just, I'll just change it here and yeah, fix it? Yeah. Or did you go and like, well, have to restudy some of the time, bit? Some of the time, it's just cha- finding a, a different yeah. thing to sing right yeah. then and there. Maybe take it down, an, to change it by an octave yeah, if, yeah. If, if the harmonization still yeah, yeah. gets the point across, yeah. isn't too clunky. Yeah. So, I mean, there's little things you can do. Yeah. And, and they're smart enough singers and sing yeah. together well enough to know how to... How to adjust, but yeah. but also some of some of the singers can sing those parts. And yeah, I mean that's also the nature of of the uns, of the ensemble itself. That's cool. Yeah, and, and it was great. Yeah. It, it was, they worked yeah. they worked hard and they put they, you know they they sang their um, their hearts out. So. Yeah, I man. I just picture I picture you showing up and. Uh, handing over the handing over the sheet music paper, and they're looking at it and saying, "Hey, Chris, by the way, uh, this is lower than the human voice can register." <laughs> <Yeah>. and, <laughs> well, <laughs> he wrote that. <laughs> you, you know, you're writing on with software or something like the sample yeah, totally. library. Sometimes, like, <laughs> totally, yeah. Like, okay, well, if the computer can sing it, so can a person. So, uh, <laughs> totally, not true. You, yeah, you, you can't you can't sing eight octaves below middle C. Yeah, just like, on. it sounds great. It's really gonna add. We don't have a bass player here. <laughs> you said I could do whatever I wanted. <laughs> yeah, I'm an artist, damn it. I'm not gonna be yeah. constrained this by my it. vision. <laughs> this is my vision. This is my art. Subterranean bass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Did so they reached out to you, yeah. having heard your stuff. Yeah, it was fun, and and oh, so man, cool. that was great. And I've I've had a couple of um, Minnesota State Arts Boards grants to, yeah. um, Arts on Tour grants where I've gotten to spend a week, um, in different communities around the state. And typically, um, I'm getting to work with uh, along with some other musicians. Yeah, uh, getting to work with um like high school band and choir students, and so I'll prepare music and we'll and they'll learn some of my songs ahead of time, and then yeah. we'll, then we'll get there and we'll we'll have a few days and we'll get to play the music together and it's really? it's just a ton of fun. Yeah. And you'll just and you'll just go and like where's the where's the location? You've uh, Austin, at? Minnesota. Really? Uh, and you'll Dawson just stay Boyd, there. Minnesota. Yeah, stay out there for uh, four or five days, and then we'll do a a show at the end of the week at yeah. like um, the, the arts. Or the, the theater yeah, yeah. space or whatever in town. Yeah, and, uh, it's great, and and we get the st- we try to get the students involved and we get the community involved. That's and, cool. Yeah. Man, how did how did that come about? You you were you just the arts on tour stuff? Yeah. Um, did you just have this idea of it? Or? Well, it started the first time it happened. A place reached out to me to, okay. to have me come up and. Yeah. And and how the, it was up in International Falls, Minnesota. Okay. This place, this great uh, organization called Bacchus up there, mm-hmm. and they brought me up just for like a two-day thing, and uh, had me like go to a couple of schools and just present my yeah. my music with yeah. my band. And so we did that. 
question and answer stuff, and it was fun. Yeah. But at, at the you know at the end of the the two or three days, I was like, man, if you know if we could spend a little bit more time with the students and and have it be more interactive and not just a yes. talking at. Yes. Um, I think that. Yeah, we might not be able to reach as many people, yeah. but but the the quality of our interaction yes. is going to be higher. Yes, man. See, that's cool because that goes almost uh, that's almost counterintuitive when you're thinking about well, you know, we've got something and we want to reach as many people as possible. So let's jam pack. We'll give you half a day here. We'll do half a day here. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Instead of I love that thought. Just like hey, let's settle in and go yeah. really deep instead of thin and wide. Yeah. Yeah. When you when you're saying that, the first thing that comes to mind is maybe I'm maybe I'm reading into it too much, but I'm thinking about that's kind of the the choice in life for almost everything mm. you have, whether it's time or relationships. Yeah. How how far are you going to spread yourself yeah. artistically? Like how many people are you going to play with? Mm. And then you mm-hmm. have this amount to go, and some people can can do that and just like gig every night yeah. and just with a bunch of people or you know the other side is maybe just only doing your music or being in your band and going really deep with that that music i, I don't know. know if that makes sense yeah Wait, it does do you i think that i used to think that there was limitless energy but now i'm starting to second guess that yeah because i wonder why that is i because at least for me i've thought you know Things like creativity mm-hmm. and inspiration, that, that can be limitless. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking about energy, it's very much a finite yeah. thing. Like you can't play with eight different bands and, and yeah. have them all yeah. go well. Yeah. Do you, how did you learn that? How, you're talking about that transition of thinking, oh man, you used, used to think energy was just completely limitless and now I need to start uh, almost budgeting and being yeah. more intentional. When did that happen well, in your life? For you. I, don't know, I, th- I think it's something that I'm still trying okay. to really figure out. Do you don't have like a date that you figure out on like June seventh, twenty seventeen? Yeah, I had this great yeah. conversation. It changed everything. I saw <laughs> a dime on the on the ground, and I reached down to pick it up, and I held it into the light, and right there, glinting off of that coin, I knew. <laughs> Energy is finite. Energy is finite. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I mean, well, I mean, you you have. I mean, okay. I want to talk about your Sleepwalker mm-hmm. project that's coming yeah, out. Yeah, great. Uh, but I, I'm just thinking about you have so many. You have so many projects and things you're a part of. I mean, the art, the traveling art stuff, uh, mm-hmm. the theater stuff that you were, did, were doing last yeah. year. Uh, different band stuff. So you've got uh, your own solo project, yep. and it, so it's all. You have so much. Uh, I'm just wondering how do you how do you balance that with your energy? Yeah, and and I think that's what I'm trying to figure out now yeah. is especially when you say maybe you, you gave an option of just doing a real deep dive with your yeah. own work and yes. your own creativity. Yeah, and that's uh, when I was working with the choir mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. That was something that I did in a way that I hadn't before. Okay, in part uh, because I was working with a new um, palette of instrumentation. Mm-hmm. And uh, subject matter that was just a, a little bit more like raw and challenging, mm. and and I wanted to it, the music to be more visceral. So that was an opportunity to try to diminish some of my other responsibilities yeah. and just get really into that music. Yeah. Um, and and, and I, I think that's just what I'm going to need to continue to get better at doing is identifying. W- when is a time for me to focus my energy on a particular thing and just recognize that that's where the energy is going and everything else needs to be second. 
mm. on the priority list. So if it's I need to do a deep dive of creativity, but not really play a lot of shows, that's fine. If I need to work on holiday music and, uh, with the new standards and not, you know, work on my songwriting, yeah. then that's what I need to do. Yeah. But, but I can't have like equal projects happening at the same time yes. because I've tried to do that for a long time, and I just start to feel a little. Uh, little unhinged and uncertain yes. like what what does my day look like yes yeah oh man that i i love that and i'm how do you so how do you how do you figure out okay this for the next season this is what's going to take priority well is, I've, I've been trying to build my no muscle oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, uh, you, well, you have K-N-O-W? to. K N O W. Just kidding. yeah. <laughs> Go back. Well, what it. you call the yeah. no muscle. Yeah. I, I suppose I didn't have a name for it, but now yeah. I do. Yeah. And it's and it's uh, it's no. It's like intentionally yes. giving yourself just a just a few things to do. Yeah. And and there could still be wild card time. You know, whatever. Ten percent is wild card time. Mm-hmm. But but you can't let that whatever's in that pool overtake. Mm. The, the other yeah. things that are priority. Man, I love, I, I like that. So we'll see, we'll see how it works in the yeah. long term. Like for these last couple months, things have felt, has felt a lot more manageable for yeah. me. What do you, so right now, what's the focus? Uh, well, the Sleepwalkers, yeah. uh, the album is finished. And so my focus is figuring out how to tell people about this music. Yeah. Um, be, I'm, I, I am excited for the yeah. album. Um, Thinking about the show, making sure that the release show is really good, trying mm-hmm. to book some other stuff around it. So I'm just letting that be the focus. I'm not back in the studio right now. I'm not doing a lot of gigs with other groups right now. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not trying to do a lot of writing for myself right now. If I like, I went to Ely for a few days, yeah. and those were four days where I I didn't do Sleepwalker stuff. I, I just yeah. wanted to work on demos and write. Yeah. But, but coming away from that, like I'm back in this other this other groove. And so yeah. if I can compartmentalize it like that a little bit. Yeah. Man. It's helpful. Are you okay? As Sleepwalkers, I thought when I was seeing stuff, I, is that not an album? Just the oh, next th- album? That's of yours? album. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. didn't know if it was a side project or an album of yours. Uh, j- just yeah. the, the next Chris Coza album. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. And you said you're done with it. So this one's part one. Part is one. there a do you have there will be one? a part two okay i didn't know if you had <laughs> had recorded all of part one through nine already oh sure <laughs> slow releasing them <laughs> still sleepwalking <laughs> yeah, still part sleep- nine <laughs> <laughs> 10 years of yeah. sleepwalking 10 years later yeah. yeah yeah that's so funny but okay but she just recorded this first one yeah yeah so i so i uh did the principal tracking at a place called wild sound studios okay. over in northeast beautiful studio i haven't been over uh, there. steve call is the owner uh okay. head engineer yeah. guy over there and i think he, he does a lot of producing and stuff mm-hmm. too uh so we tracked drums and bass and you know all, all the all the, the yeah. you know the main stuff and then i did a lot of overdubs and writing um at my studio yeah uh, and then you, it was mixed by a guy named Brad Bivens. Tom Garneau mastered it. And yeah, it was Sweet. it was fun. I mean, it it was pretty quick for an album in terms of my most recent process. How, yeah, how long so, was the whole thing? I mean, so I'm so interested in the yeah. creative process. Like, when did you when did you first the, the, start? The first session was okay. like October of 2017. Okay, yeah. And then the the, the mixes were approved. Uh, you know, kind of the end of December of just this last year, 2018. Did you, was it just a, did you spend like that first week in October 2017, did you sit down with the the people in the studio and do like a hardcore thing or 
I'm, I'm just thinking, yeah, I'm thinking so, of the so, different so types of did, studio sessions. Yeah, if it's like yeah. a one-off, record a song here, record well, a song there. Because everyone is busy with a lot of different projects. And I, I, I had I'm a lot wording, of gigs yeah. at the same time. So, so being able to do like the three-week lockout yeah. of just recording... A, I don't think the people I work with have the time, no, and B, yeah. I don't have the kind of resources so, to, to give everyone what they need for that sort of thing. Yeah. So, no, we, we just do a, a weekend. Yeah, you know, that's cool. Two full days in the studio. Oh, sweet. Um, I at, realize that yeah. I'm, I'm embarrassing myself by the way I frame that question. <laughs> makes me sound I've, like I've never been in a musical scenario before. <laughs> so, so. Uh, so, when you say studio, <laughs> what, exactly, what exactly do you mean? You're. Uh, it's just two of you in there. What yeah. does that look? Why is it like a phone booth? <laughs> oh man, uh, are you man. like set up in a coffee shop with a couple of microphones <laughs> in a corner? Yeah, we're just literally. <laughs> oh man, so how does that work? Where where'd you come up with the name Chris Coza? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. It is yeah. like the balancing act too. If you're working with people, other people who are working on flexing their no muscle. Yeah. And uh, having to, they've got. They've got finite energy too, so now you, especially for your solo project, I can't yeah. imagine just how much more. Oh, here, how about I, how about I turn my assumption into a question? Is it more work scheduling uh, your band projects, mm. recordings, or is it more work scheduling your own solo projects to make those happen? Which one seems like mm. more energy is taken to line everything up? Well, it definitely takes a lot of effort to get find a time where it works for the other yeah, musicians yeah, yeah. for us all to be there at the same time. Yeah, yeah. But it's almost like that's easier hmm. than making sure that I'm reserving the time for my own contributions I need to make on the yes. work because yeah. because of being able to say yes to the whims of, of any ask. Yes. And so it, it, so it takes more effort to say, no, this these six hours, this is where I am. I'm working on this stuff. Yes. Like, to be able to do that without there being a hard deadline hanging over is yes. really hard. Yes. Man, okay, uh, you, you you said something on Facebook a few, maybe it was like a week or so ago, where you said that you were thankful that you had deadlines for this project or else it wouldn't happen. I think that's what you said. You talked about, like, you, you said, I think your thing on Facebook was that I had written it down to, like, because I wanted to ask you yeah. about it, where you said, uh, if I wouldn't have had deadlines, this, pro this Sleepwalkers project oh. would have taken three years. Yeah, true. Yep. Do you put those deadlines on yourself, or yeah. did you have, like, other yeah. people? I didn't I, know. I, I got to put the deadlines down. I mean, yeah. no, nobody, outside of, like, a few, bless their souls, like, super fans, yeah. you know, there's nobody breathing down my neck saying, why doesn't Chris Koza make his 14th album? Like, yeah, yeah. Like there's, that that's not happening. Yeah. Um, but I want to get to the thing. I want to finish this well. Yeah, yeah. But I'm excited about what's next or what I see after that or what's after yes. that. Yes. And the only way I'm going to get there is if I finish these ideas, learn from them, mm -hmm. and um, and approach that thing that's that's you know five projects down yeah. the pipeline, with that with with what I with the knowledge of and experience of having done these other things yeah. in the way. So if I don't have the deadlines. I'm just going to be sitting around wondering when that's going to happen. Ah, that's good. And it's never going to happen on yeah. its own. Nothing's going to happen on its own. So I'd rather just finish stuff and then get to the next thing. Yes. And try to, you know, find that balance between prof being professional with it, but also not being too precious in spots. Yeah. Like, yeah. How, okay, how, what do you mean, what do you mean by that? Being, uh, where do you find the line between being professional well, and Well, you know, like when you're working on it. something, you yeah. can, you can work on it in perpetuity. You never yes. have to turn it in. Yeah. If there's no deadline. You don't have to finish it. And so when they're, when you're making your own deadlines, you just have to kind of decide like it's done now. Yeah. 
It is done. There's and acknowledge. There's always more that could happen. Yeah. Have you ever? Because I feel like I feel like the standard go-to with musician friends of mine, the standard almost over overused cliche, yeah. is that you're never done with an album. You just you just stop. Yeah. You stop you tweaking stop. it. You stop yeah. mixing it, and yeah. then you finally put it out. Have you ever put anything out where you really felt like, no, I'm done with it? Or is it always <laughs> is it always been that just I I have a deadline and we got to put it out now. That first one sounds really nice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I would say that the that the absence of a deadline never creates enough urgency or finality in the decision-making process for me. I need to have there be a, a, a deadline. Otherwise, I'm like, well, I'm 95% sure of this. Yes. That last 5% makes all the difference in the world. Hmm. So you just gotta commit or you gotta oh, do man. something different. I mean, for me. Yeah. I mean, maybe some people can just work on it and eventually say, I think it's done now and that's good. And, and, I, and I want to be able to work on a project someday with that sort of freedom mm-hmm. from deadline while I'm still like putting in the work and having the energy to show up and do it. That's the deep dive of creativity that you're talking about. Yeah. That's when you have to say no to everything else and you're only there in your own like cave of, mm-hmm. I don't know, inspiration. Yeah. And you're just, you're, you're doing something different. Yes. And what you're oh man this is so heavy what you're saying too because it, it just makes me think also a part of the no muscle I hadn't thought of no is muscle, saying yeah. no to yourself of yeah. at what point would you prefer to keep going on something yeah. and and just like keep tweaking with it but you learning to say no to yourself I can imagine that being super hard oh, like, yeah. hey listen this is going to go out there I, even though I want to keep doing this I have to stop myself right now yeah. or else this no one will ever hear this yeah, you'll drive yourself crazy and you'll hate it. Oh, man, uh, you have such you have such an interesting balance. It seems like just from even chatting yeah. with you, the way you think about things, I feel like people can either uh, they we like to think in, about people and artists in a binary term or oh, yeah. binary terms. Like you're either artistic, yeah. and so you're, that means you're not intentional about anything. Calendar, <laughs> you don't. You're horrible with calendars. You're not yeah. intentional with that, or you are not creative or I'm air quotes not creative and then you're very analytical yeah but you just seem to have a really cool balance of like of deep dive creative creativity but also intentionality with stuff yeah too and I didn't know if that was always that way or if that came about so. by just need need really I, I, the thing that really throws me off the rails no matter what is stress really and so I found that if I try to have more balance in my life it helps to reduce stress yeah. and some of that reducing stress and is using like the joint calendar for me and Kate to find time to spend together to make sure that I do my taxes yes. to, you know all these mundane things I'd get, there's nothing in the, in the fridge I better like actually do some real grocery shopping <sighs> instead of just making the same Yum. like boilerplate meal every week like totally have a little fun in life oh man use a recipe yes (laughs) i don't know like (laughs) i started doing that i mean people have done so much work in this day and age like so much information is shared yes and 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 if you just like i don't know accept that like i i don't need to create everything from scratch for myself yeah uh this might maybe sounds unrelated no i i think it's totally but this is how i try to find balance too Man, because well, here's the connection I'm even thinking of. 
I just, I'm thinking of even your practicing. When you're talking about your practice schedule, you're talking about, I'm going to sit down with books. And like this thought of, listen, I don't have to try to reinvent the musical wheel here. It's yeah. people are sharing information. Where can I go yeah. and sit down and find this information to yeah. elevate my own self? It's right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I love like, that. like what I need to do for, is in my creative deep dives, like that's yeah. what I'm coming up with. But yeah. if I want to become a better guitar player, well, I certainly haven't figured out how to do that on my own. Like, oh, interesting. Why don't I use these these yeah. books and these videos on YouTube or whatever? And yes. Yeah. Um, what what is the phrase that I just heard of recently? When you're talking about deep diving, it keeps coming up. Uh, single tasking. Have you ever oh, heard of that? Single tasking. Oh. Yeah. So uh, there's been studies that recently that say that humans, no matter no matter who you are, we probably have we all have friends that say, oh, I'm a great multitasker. <laughs> but as a human being, you're really not a great multitasker. No. And especially with technology uh, and all the distractions we have with screens, it's even more important to focus on single tasking yeah. is what the, this one person calls it. And, and they say, uh, and it's even funny that you're saying deep dive because I think he calls it deep work where you oh, need a section yeah. off at a minimum of two to three hours minimum to focus on a single task. So whether you're writing mm-hmm. or you are uh, doing music or whatever. Yeah. So it's interesting. Do you have like, a, do you have a number that you try to set? Are you intentional about like, all right, I'm going to block off a certain amount of time in my week to like practice do you have a well i try to maybe do that's more of a technical yeah i try question. to just set my timer yeah. um for when i practice and okay you know i try to be able to get an hour and a half in whenever yeah. i do that and if i have time later in the day for another session yeah then great but i try to do that uh minimally and so i just set my timer and put it in the corner of the room yeah. instead of Looking at the clock, like oh, only twenty more minutes. Oh, only this. Like I want to, I want to be practicing, and then hear the timer and be disappointed because I wish I had more time. Yes. But now it's, but now I need to get on to something else. Yes. So. And you're setting that, you're setting that, yeah. uh, uh, deadline, even like a micro deadline for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And then it changes the the whole context of what it is I'm doing. I'm yeah. doing this because I want to see how far I can get, not because I I am trying to fill up the time of my day. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, instead of just... Yeah, you said like, like you're a kid, like when I was a kid and I took piano lessons, the idea was on the chore list. It's like clean the shower, practice piano, yes. do this. Well, then it seems like such a lousy way to spend a time when it's sunny outside and all your friends are playing soccer. Yes. Like Chris, the kid musician, had a hard time wanting to sit down and, and, and get those reps. Yes. But nowadays I'm like, no, I'm hungry for those reps. I mean, I... That's cool. I, you said something earlier too that made me think of that. And I, I had someone, I had someone ask me about, uh, you know, my, they, it was someone that had a kid that they're trying to yeah. inspire to do music of like yeah. how, how many, like how many, how much time should I force them to practice? And I think my, my own mentality of practice has changed yeah. in that, especially younger musicians. Mm-hmm. I think your ultimate goal is to search and search, listen, 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 until you find something that you're obsessed with, that you're cur- yeah. actually curious about. Yeah. And that curiosity just drives your that, obsession. Yeah, you're totally right. The, the curiosity driving no the one, obsession. Yeah, because yeah, even with you, like no one, you're talking about you're growing up with it, and like no one, no one's a musician that that I'm friends with because, you know, they just said, you know, I'm gonna do this music thing in the future, and so I got to put my time in to really practice. It all it all came from like an obsession. Yeah. With yeah. Stuff. Uh, so uh, if you're 
if you're, I, I think a big theme of what you've been saying is like listening to yourself, like whether it's food stuff, listening to your body, being intentional about what's mm -hmm. causing stress. If you're looking for creative inputs, thing to, things to inspire you, mm -hmm. how does that, what does that look like for you? Do, is it, where do you go for uh, to be fed oh. inspiration-wise, to be obsessed, to find that obsession. Hmm. Does that make sense at all? Yeah, that's a good, that's a good I question. I don't know if I have a good uh, model right yeah. now for that. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. nothing concise. I'm trying to establish, like, you know, on Sundays, just really listening to an album or two. Yeah. And all the way through, and, and yeah. you know, with headphones on, and, and try to hear the nuance yeah, of what. Yeah artists are doing that you know artists that are legendary that i know of or ones that I, I have just discovered yes i'm trying to put music on more just yeah. like have it if i'm doing a task like sending emails or or something else like just at least have new music happening in the background or something that i would never think to listen to so to help expand my worldview a little bit even yes. if it's in the background but definitely like having those moments where listening music to music is just the intentional activity yes. Man, I need to be better with that. Didn't you? Was it a couple? Maybe it was a couple years ago. You were doing listening parties for an album release of yours. Was that you? I thought uh, you did. Maybe. I thought we had maybe chatted. Oh, on I Facebook. did one. Yeah, I had an album come out under the name Nobody Kid, and I had Nobody a listening Kid. party oh, that for it. That was such a great album. It was a fun one. Yes, and you did a listening. <laughs> yeah, listening we session. hung out and. Man, that's really yeah. cool. I don't see. I just that. did one yesterday with did for, you really? for Sleepwalkers. Yeah. Oh, oh and, man, and I missed that. It was really cool. Yes. Um, Oh, that's really cool. Did you have But it was fun to like have people have people just sit there and like you kind of you feed someone some free drinks and some free food yes. and you're like, Hey, you know what I'm asking in return? Just while you're chatting conversationally with your friends, I'm gonna be playing this album. Okay. So listen to it and so it so wasn't we did that. was it I, I was wondering if it's it's like a, right, now we're gonna stop talking and everybody yeah. sit and listen. Was, I, I wasn't so things? militant. I was just okay. more of like saying I would appreciate this. Yeah. Don't stop talking, but just don't yell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and oh. people were cool. They were respectful and, and listened oh, to the music, and, and they gave That's it a great really cool. response. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely uh, um, stocked the pond with people yeah. that I knew would like it. So, yeah, yeah. So, it, it, so it was, it was just cool to, to have, um, have, the have the music now exist in some people's memory and imagination a little bit. Man, I wonder if... I, I listened to an interview uh, a while back with, um, and I can't remember his name, uh, this singer, but he was talking about how he would do album listening parties. Yeah. And I feel like now I'm thinking that would be so fun to mix those two things of like, like make an event yeah. where people come over to your place and we're just going to listen to this album. We're yeah. not going to talk during it. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if people would ever be down with something like that. I think, I think so. You just well, create the context, let, let people know what to expect. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Some people will come. I think that'd be really cool. <laughs> I think that'd be awesome. I like that too. I, Man, I've been doing horrible at like, being intentional, sitting down and listening, which it's a no-brainer. You should, you have to be doing. It's like the most basic yeah. thing as a musician. Yeah, uh, it's easy to forget. Yeah, but I, it's cool. So Sundays, that's your time. Sundays, I'm trying to like, you know, find some record in my vinyl collection. Or you know, find someone on Spotify. To me, the, the format yeah. matters less. I, mean, yeah. I, I would like for it to be just a, a vinyl record that I sit yeah. down and listen to. But I, the more, the most important thing is don't don't wait for that like idyllic environment to yeah. appear. Just yes. let the let the um, intention win. Uh, okay, dude. I want to be respectful of your time. Uh, but I let me ask before we go before we end this thing. Yeah. Okay. I'm wondering. I'm curious. If you think of the word success, is there anybody that comes to mind, whether you know them or you don't? 
Hmm. What's the first? I, I suppose I don't have a, a one. Well, not, at this moment, when pressed to think about it, I would, even though I don't know him or his music yeah. that well, just the the little bit of details that I've heard. There's artists out of uh, lives in Colorado, Gregory Allen Isakov. Yeah. Who's uh, you know his music I do really enjoy yeah. that I've heard, but I, I know that he spends a lot of time of the year as a farmer, and then the other part of the year he is a touring musician. So really? he has a farm, and uh, and I think this is factual. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard from yeah. more than one person yeah. who have told me this same these same details. Yeah, and to me that sounds great. Like here's a here's an artist who has balance, who has a you know kind of a one hand in the ground. Yeah, and um, I've seen him, him perform live before. And yeah, I think it's very beautiful music that he makes. It's cool. That sounds successful to me. Um, if if you can like live your life and not have have it be so dominated by any one thing, but you find spot where you can be obsessed with this, you find a spot you can be obsessed with that. Yes. Um, but uh, but maybe as an extension of that, when I think about what it means to be successful in music, mm -hmm. um, for me, yeah, um, there's this little anecdote that to me represents that so uh the f one of the first songs I ever wrote was a song called the fairy song it's really dorky it's funny it's silly yeah. i performed it at a summer camp in in portland like outside of portland yeah. when i was a kid yeah and i would perform it at these summer camps when i was a counselor there and stuff outdoor school all the, these things um this is years ago yeah. you know 20 years ago and so back in uh just this last holiday season i was back in portland for mm -hmm. a couple days hanging out at a friend's house. And there's this guy there, he was probably 25, 26. He was talking about how he, when he went to summer camp, he learned this song called The Fairy Song there. And I was like, when did you go? And he was like, I don't know, like three years ago. And so I'm doing the math, I'm like, so how did this song go? He's like, I don't know, I'm a fairy, live by a mushroom. Yeah. And, I, and like, just this wave went over me. I'm like, that song is like this oral, history now at these camps and nobody knows who made it it's an oh. it's an anonymous song yes. yes i know who made it yes but to me that is success in music when when the music that you've made becomes part of a, a richer fabric of, of life and other people's lives and they don't care where it came from they don't know where it came from to them it's attached to place it's attached to people yeah but it's not attached to an author and to me that's like that's oh, that's man. a pretty cool success that's so cool. Yeah. And even if it, you know, dies out like that stuff does, yeah. for, for a little while at a time, there's been, you know, probably thousands of kids yes. who have heard this music, and it's silly to them. It's a fun song to sing around a campfire. Yes. But it was part, it's part of their lives. It's part of who they are as people. Man. That's kind of amazing. That is. <laughs> Dude, I love that. I love that. I mean, you, and just, I, I'm just thinking of also the fact that you, I mean, for me, a tune that I didn't even know you were part of the Rogue, the Rogue Valley was a you thing. Oh, yeah. Until I started researching because I, I heard Rogue Valley from the, the Walter Mitty yeah. soundtrack, which I'm sure everybody, like, that's like a bit, that was yeah, something that people cool. would consider yeah. successful having this tune on a motion thing. But I'm all now that you're saying this story, I'm thinking about man, it's almost even cooler that that song and actually the Rogue Valley album that that was on has turned into like a road tripping anthem. Like the second that yeah. that the album comes on for me, I <laughs> instantly get put in the mood of like a road trip of yeah. like just driving out in the countryside 
Uh, and so some somebody out there is thinking of the fairy song. <laughs> that is summer camp. They're having a great day. <laughs> oh, man. I love that. Okay, when is this album coming out? Uh, so the album will be out in the world for uh, streaming and um, on CD on April 5th. Okay. Um, the album release show is at the end of April, April 26th yeah. at the Parkway Theater. And I'll have vinyl records there. Yes. And uh, also on the bill at the Parkway on April 26th is going to be a band called Twins of Franklin, um, an artist named Diane Miller, um, and also an improv, little improv troupe led by my friend Joy Dolo. Like comedy? Well, improv, improv music, it'll sorry. probably be funny. God. Yeah, sorry. No, sorry. You're right. You're right. <laughs> no, so no, that's sorry. important to ask. We're talking about that. music, and yeah, I'm, suddenly yeah. I'm talking about theater. No. I did not contextualize Man, it properly. Uh, so much of everything <laughs> I've said to you today makes me totally not sound like a musician talking about getting in my own head. Like, no, you're, improv. you're totally Nobody right. Improv's music. You're reminding me, <laughs> hey, I need some more information here, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so Joy uh, Dolo, she's going to do some improv stuff um, with an uh, improv troupe, non-musical most likely comedy. Yes. Um, Diane Miller's going to do some electronic solo performer performer stuff. Twins of Franklin, it's a yeah. it's a folksy Americana duo. Yeah. And so that's going to be the first set. Second set is going to be me and my band. We're going to do a whole bunch of songs. It's going to be awesome. Dude, it's going to be an amazing it's a night. It's stacked evening. It's stacked. Oh, You're man. getting a lot of value for your entertainment dollar. Let me uh. let me be the first to tell you. <laughs> Parkway rules. Parkway's great. Beautiful space. It's been great working with them so far. Have you? And uh, the current is uh, sponsoring Are the show. Are they sponsoring? Yep. Okay, man. This dude. I. It's. I cannot believe we've been talking for an hour, dude. Thank oh, man. you. Thank you. I, I could talk with you all day. So, Rob, this has been time. a real pleasure. I appreciate Seriously, it, man. This I find so much of your. Thanks for uh, entertaining my goofy questions because I just find so much of you, like your energy inspiring to me. Uh, oh man. And so this is fun. Just- Keeps us safe. Well, I drag my legs to your door. My body knows something, my mind just won't hit me. Yeah.
Hey guys, this is Rob with just a quick note before you head off into your week. I just wanted to say a huge thank you, a massive thank you to any of you that have rated, commented, or subscribed to this podcast on iTunes. Also, thank you to those of you that have reached out to me and shared your stories of how these interviews or some of these conversations have impacted you, have inspired you. Man, that has been so awesome to hear. If you have a story you'd like to share with me, head over to thecuriouspod.com slash contact, and I'd love to hear your stories or any just questions you may have for me. Hey, while you're over there, if you want to check out show notes for this or any of the other interviews I've done or contact info for this guest or any of the others, head over to thecuriouspod.com for any of that. And also, I'm really pumped about this. We have a map right there on the front of the website that shows all the locations that these interviews and conversations have taken place. It's pretty cool. You can click on it. You can see where these have done. If you want to go visit them, if you've heard something you like and you want to go check it out for yourself, that's right there. Or you can just check it out at thecuriouspod.com slash map or just right there on the front of the website. I'll show. I'll show. Also, if you want to reach out to me on social media or follow me anywhere, pretty much everything online is the Rob Morgan at the Rob Morgan. Whatever you 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 know the drill. All right, enough of that nonsense. All this podcasting has made me thirsty. You know, <laughs> I am so pumped that I do not have to deal with sponsors for this podcast, or else I'd have to tell you, podcasting makes me thirsty, and nothing quenches a podcast thirst, whether you're listening, uh, interviewing, editing, recording, listening to something unrelated to a podcast, nothing quenches a thirst like a Guinness. Hey, Hofi, can I steal you for a second? Do you have anything you want to say about Guinness? I'd like to take a minute to thank Guinness, because it truly is made of more. That's all. All right. That's it, thanks. Uh, I love that crap. All right. Have a great week. See you next Tuesday. Anything else? Thanks for being here. (laughs) Say the most random thing you can think of. Yell it. I got nothing. The only word I can think of is formaldehyde. Perfect.